What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bladed Wedge T-Sheet. It's April 17, 2019. We're coming off the Masters. It was a crazy week, um, like we talked about in the Sunday show. Uh, as always, I'm Trey Pizzetti. We have Alex Checo over here. How you doing, man? Yeah. Good, man. How about you? I'm hanging in there. It's It's been a busy week, but excited to, to have another golf tournament coming up this week and uh, hopefully to hit the course on Easter weekend. That it has, man. It's uh, It's crazy to think about. We what we witnessed last Sunday, um, and the moment in golf history that will always be imprinted on our brains. And it's crazy to think that we have to go and watch another golf tournament and try and compare it to what we just saw. But there's no way we can do it. There's I just know. no way we can. But this field this week looks pretty solid, and uh, I'm excited for a good tournament. Yeah. Well, before we get there, let's uh, let's touch on a couple other things. We do have the RBC Heritage um, this week, like you 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 just talked about. But uh, first of all, um, kind of coming off Tiger winning the Masters, it came out there. Trump announced that he's going to be handing Tiger the the Medal of Freedom. Um, obviously, Trump's politics can be controversial either way. Um, so we're not going to really talk about any of that. We're just going to talk about. Uh, more about how a golfer's winning it and what Tiger Woods has done for not only the game, but also uh, his impact outside the game. So what were your initial thoughts? Yeah, so initially when I saw the article come out, um, you know, I thought it was a little premature. Um, granted, yes, it was such a historic moment, but when you look at some of the other people who have won it, you know, Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer, Aretha Franklin, um, some of the other people who were bestowed that honor, um, you know, it came at a little bit of an older age when a lot of their accomplishments have already been um, achieved. And I think Tiger still has so many years left in his career that it was a little premature to give it to him. Um, I think he, eventually he will get there, but I would have loved to see, you know, once he beats Jack's record, for him to have that, uh, you know, award bestowed to him. Yeah, and I also think, you know, I would love to see Tiger. I mean, I think Tiger's done a lot um, off the course in terms of breaking down barriers, just um, being being black and coming up through golf and being black and winning the Masters. He's done a lot of things um, on that side. I would also just love to see him continue um, to do the Tiger Woods Foundation, continue to kind of do these things um, outside the course, you know, to be – um, continuing to be worthy of that that medal, especially since he did go through such a uh, tough time to his reputation, his personal life, which is really none of our business. But it is part of who he is and, and part of uh, him him as a person. But I think we're both on the same page that we do love to see him um, get it. We wish it was a little bit farther down the road, um, but it is cool to see. Yeah, one thing to, to kind of go off your point, there's – you know, what you do in your golfing career, and then there's what you do after your golfing career. We saw Arnold Palmer really, once he was finished playing, start developing corporate America and bridging the gap between corporate America and the game of golf. And the achievements he made with developing the Golf Channel, um, some of those things were so impactful to the game that that went a long way in kind of defining him as a person and, you know, really achieving that award. So it'll be interesting to see what Tiger does once he's finished playing and, and how he, he makes his mark in that sense. Yeah, and honestly, I do think that this whole controversy and, and kind of Tiger hitting the lowest of lows 
is going to really change how he lives his life post-golf. I think before he might have not been as involved, but now I think he's going to be very involved in being an advocate for the game and, and helping it grow. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, next thing we wanted to touch on was the, the gambler. I think he bet 80K and on Tiger Woods before the tournament started. He ended up winning uh, $1.2 which is absolutely insane. So uh, yeah. William Hill flew him out. Uh, he did a press conference, got a big check. And as soon as you get any kind of like publicity like that, of course, all the journalists check into him. Turns out, not so great of a guy. Um, has some domestic issue problems and stuff like that. Um, but overall, just a, just a crazy story. And uh, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, initially, when I, when I heard that story, I thought it was some wealthy guy who... Like had 85k worth of cash just sitting around, but supposedly he like liquidated all of his assets and really cashed in on this. Um, a little strange, but um, obviously it paid off for him. I would not, I would not have wanted to be him come Sunday when all those guys were right on Tiger's back. Um, but listen, paid off for him. He had a hunch, he went for it, and uh, good for him. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the most of like the rational reaction from people is like, hey. This guy's an idiot. He got really lucky, yeah. which is very true. No yeah. one is going to recommend that you uh, liquidate all your assets and uh, bet 80K on a golfer, um, but it worked out for him. I yeah. do think that this is uh, this is going to be uh, like sports gambling and golf are like a perfect match, and I think that as we go forward, we're going to see more and more events like the Tiger Phil where we can really gamble on it and, and have that increasingly part of the pro game. We already know it's kind of happening on the muni courses, on your country clubs, um, between your buddies. But as it gets more popular throughout the United States, it's going to become uh, bigger on the PGA Tour. For sure. I agree. Just all part of growing the game. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a bunch of things that I've thought about in terms of like offering, you know, how many birdies is one person going to make a round? Just offering different types of bets. Um, that would be really cool. Um, and I'm sure that'll, that'll get to the point. So this week we have Harbor Town or we have the RBC Heritage Classic at Harbor Town. Everyone knows the famous 18th hole with the lighthouse. It's an absolutely gorgeous course. Um, surprisingly, it's a pretty solid field. Um, I know that you know it is the week after the Masters. It's a quick turnaround. We saw a couple guys like Brooks on vacation, um, but we do have a great, great uh, field with Francisco uh, Marnari, Spieth, DJ Cooch, Kisner, Xander, Fleetwood. Cantley, Furyk, huge, uh, huge names out there. And honestly, a lot of guys that are playing some really good golf at this moment. Um, I know that you brought up in your article um, on bladedwedge.com that RBC is a, is a huge sponsor. Um, so a lot of guys are, you know, not, I don't know if required is the right word, but strongly encouraged to show up for their sponsor. Um, I'm excited. It's a great golf course and great players. I, I honestly think it's going to be, uh, a pretty good follow-up for the Masters, if there ever was a follow-up to Tiger winning this Masters. Yeah, it's it's not going to be near what we saw on Sunday, but like I said, it's, it, it always draws a good field. RBC definitely has a, uh, a strong influence on that. But another thing about um, Harbortown, which I mentioned a little bit in my, in my blog earlier around the preview, is that it plays very similar to Augusta National. Now, when you look at the golf course last week, Augusta was playing long, wet, with big, wide fairways. Now, Harbortown has, it's more of narrow fairways, but 
So one one thing about Augusta National last week is the way it was bunkered and a lot the way a lot of the slope was you know affecting those fairways. You had to be super precise yeah. in hitting those in hitting those fairways. It's going to play a big factor this week with those kind of short, narrow fairways. You got to be precise in hitting in hitting the ball in the right right places in order to give yourself a good look at the green. Um, similar way when we look at the greens at Augusta National, yeah. when you're hitting to those different quadrants. You have to be spot on with your numbers, and that's something that the guys are going to have to see, um, you know, this week at um, Harbortown. And historically, this course has played um, better for the shorter, more precise um, golfer versus the longer hitter. So we'll see what happens this week in terms of the leaderboard come Sunday. But you know, historically, we've seen you know. Guys like Matt Kuchar, Graham McDowell, Brian Snedeker um, win this event, and they're not the typical long ball driver. Yep. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, I, you know, I uh, the this this is uh, it's funny because this is one of the golf courses on some of the early Tiger Woods games. So I yeah, feel like yeah, I, yeah. I mean it's funny, but I feel like I know this course like really well because of that. Um, and then obviously, uh, like I touched on earlier, the iconic 18th hole. Um, so you're just kind of you were talking about guys that that the fit the golf the guys whose games fit the golf course well. Um, give me a, a dark horse and a, a guy you like to win it. So my my guy who I want to win it would be Kevin Kisner. Yep. I'm gonna ride the hot hand. Yep. Played well. Del Del Match play. Hit the ball beautifully, and his putting is his biggest strength. Uh-huh. Um, you know something that putting we're gonna travels. It's like, it's like it's like defense travels in the NFL. Putting travels. Exactly, exactly. We're going to need to see someone who is a little bit more accurate off the tee, hit iron as well, and then can make the five-footers. That's going to be a differentiator and something which will set you apart from the field this week. Um, And then my dark horse, my guy to go to this week, is going to be Luke Donald. I love it. I love it. He's been – I follow him on social media. He's just been grinding – all he's been grinding his ass off the past three years mm-hmm. and i would really love to see you know former world number one you know, get get a, a fresh w and yeah. and really redeem some of the status that he lost over the past couple of years on the pga tour and when we look at comebacks and what we just saw last week um, i think luke donald making a big comeback this week and getting a, a victory and getting some some better status on the PGA Tour would be awesome. Yeah, I love that. I mean, we had Virginia coming back from their uh, their loss to a 16 seed. We had Tiger redemption story. Might as well give us a Luke Donald redemption story. I think everyone would love that. It's kind of on par for the last three weeks, um, so that would be amazing. Absolutely. I'm going with, so my pick this week, I'm going with, with Xander. I mean, the guy is absolutely lights out. He's got just as much game as anybody in the world. Um he kind of, I watched an interview with him after his round Sunday, and he was talking about how on the 18th green, he turned to his caddy, and he was like, hey, I can win here. And I just feel like that's the kind of confidence, like if you're in that mindset as a golfer, like that's where you need to be. And I feel like he's always had the game, and it's just kind of, you know, PJ Tour, you got to prove to yourself that you're going to be a contender out here week in and week out. And I feel like he's kind of getting you that point and that master performance might be exactly what he needs to, um, to to really put him over the edge. So I'd watch out for him this week. 
Yeah, no, I agree. He's an absolute stud. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to show up and you know he's going to play well just based off of the confidence he gained last week, being able to play on that big stage. Yep, love it. All right, well, we're going to wrap up, kind of try to keep it short today. Any last thoughts, Chaco? Now, enjoy some golf this weekend and uh, definitely get out and try and play. Yeah, uh, every, I know everyone, uh, it should be a good weekend. I know uh, we're expecting some rain up here in Boston, but uh hope everyone's able to get out. Um, and, uh, you know, if you celebrate Easter, enjoy some time with your family um, and uh, rest up because we got a bunch of spring golf coming. Um, enjoy the RBC, and we will talk to you Sunday. See you guys. Cheers, guys.